GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Wait a minute. It's Go Bulldogs Radio right here. Sponsored by the Bat Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Comfy chairs and big TVs, big TVs showing the NFL draft with Elliot Shore Parks is basically just showing us Georgia Bulldogs coming to Philadelphia. Well, it, How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. It is crazy now. The draft is what? They made uh, five picks. You're getting a better shape of what the roster is going to be. I really think they can beat Auburn next year, right? <laughs> then they go to Kentucky. That could be a tough one. They make a trip to Vanderbilt. You would think they're their favorites there. Jalen's played well against them. But, but no, I mean, look, it, it, it's insane. I, I appreciate that Howie is in on a good bit. Uh, what a bit, man. All-time bit from Howie. Drafting Keeley like, Ringo. Oh, you don't want me to. T- you want me to take SEC guys? Get ready. Yeah, boys. Well, it's all from the same school. <laughs> um, no, but but here's here's the crazy thing. I like all the picks. You know, it, it's not like we're sitting here and going, he reached for this guy. He reached for this Georgia player who probably should have gone at the end of the. Fr-, you know, whatever. Every player they have taken has from Georgia has been good value. You look at Jalen Carter. He he would have been a number one overall pick potentially if not for the character issues which we'll talk about. You look at Nolan Smith. No one thought he would fall to 30, right? And Keely Ringo. I think Keely Ringo was the second-best corner in this entire draft. I liked him better than Christian Gonzalez. I liked him better than Devin Witherspoon. I think Keely Ringo has number one corner potential. He's maybe the best athlete in the entire draft at cornerback. Last year, James, he ran at one point 23.5 miles per hour with the ball, right? It was, it was an interception he had, according to Pro Football Focus. No player in the NFL last year ran over 22 miles an wow. hour. So he is faster right now than every single ball carrier in the NFL last year. He's, he's tall. He's chiseled. Long arms. Look, is he a perfect prospect? Of course not. 
That's why he felt. That's the reason he went. That's the why he felt. Yes, yes. But ultimately, he ha- he is somebody. You know, when we spent so much leading up to the draft of well, they got to take a corner because you know Slay and Bradbury are older, right? And that the discussion was: would you t- would you take Gonzalez at ten? Would you take Witherspoon? Would you trade back? This is where you take that guy. They have a guy right now in Keely Ringo that they just drafted that in two years I believe could be a number one cornerback in the NFL. He has the physical traits to do it. And let's be real, right? He was the number one corner at Georgia, which is the best college defense in NFL history. Like You cannot tell me that you have, you have it in you to go line up and be a starting corner for that defense and not have number one cornerback mentality. It's basically a pro program. So I love the Keely Ringo pick. And they're not, they're not uh, reaching for these Georgia players. Of course, it's hysterical. If anyone follows me on Twitter, you know I love a good bit. And Howie is certainly in on that. But ultimately, I think they're all really good picks. Yeah, and look, you know, we, we joked around about it. Daniel Jeremiah, the tweet surfacing and, and cycling around from 2021, where he's like, just watch the national championship game. Just take all the guys on the Georgia yeah. defense. And now he's like, okay, I'll, I'll do, just that. do that. But yeah. in, in reality, I do think that Howie, and, and you know, it is hilarious with the whole, you know, didn't draft an Alabama player, you know, his, in his life as the GM, and then mm-hmm. he takes the two, and then all of a sudden it's SEC, and now it's all Georgia guys and all that stuff. But I do think that Howie is in front on something. College football has changed over the last decade. All the best prospects go to the SEC schools. Yeah. Like, the vast majority. You know what else is interesting about these guys? They're all five-star recruits coming yep. out of high school. Like, they are getting athletes. They're getting high-level football players, talented guys. And I think Howie's out in front of something. Like, the best guys just go to the SEC schools. That's where the most talented players end up. And, yes, you know, we'll get into Is it too many Georgia guys? Do you worry about that? That's what they that? say, yeah. But from a, a going into the draft and saying, all right, and look, we've talked a lot and we'll continue to talk about the Jalen Carter thing, and I know there's character issues, and Keely Ringo apparently, you know, work ethic type stuff was being talked about as part of the reason he dropped and all that. But that's why you have the culture you have. Yeah. That's why you're a team that just went to the Super Bowl. That's why you're a team that has Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni setting this thing and setting this culture that you're able to take these risks on these guys who are way too talented to go where they're going. Jalen Carter should have been the first pick in the draft if there's nothing off the field. You know, Keely Ringo's a second round pick at worst if there's nothing else going on. Like they are they are a, in a position where they can afford to take these risks and that's how you end up with big time home runs in the draft. Yeah, so I'm excited to to talk to you because I'm curious for your opinion. We haven't talked about it a ton. Uh, you know how you feel about all the Georgia guys. So we'll get into that a, a little later in the show. But I, I do think the Keely Ringo pick is kind of the poster child for what seems to be a switch in draft philosophy from from Howie. Right? Keely Ringo is someone that all yesterday it's like, why is he falling? Why is he falling? All day today, leading up to the uh, the start of the draft, it's man, I can't believe this guy's still here. Right? I think ultimately. As a general manager, a smart strategy, and I believe Howie's in front of everything, and you're right. Like he, he, I think this is him being in front of it again. But just take the guys from the best schools. Like mm-hmm. It's not that complicated, and we said this for a long time. But how many drafts do we sit here after Howie and you know, go, oh, wow, he took a guard from Baylor. That maybe doesn't seem like a great call. <laughs> exactly. Or a receiver from TCU. They're not known as a powerhouse because you're right, especially with the transfer portal and everything. Players are just going to the best schools. And so I think it's a good draft strategy when especially – Guys that they take in the fourth round, you know, not just the Eagles, any team. I mean, even by the end of the first round, you're talking about like a 30% hit rate or or something along Mm -hmm. those lines, right? By the fourth round, you're lucky if these players even make the roster and are contributing players. So if I'm taking a bet in later rounds, Keely Ringo is is the player I take the bet on. And that's why I think he's like a poster child for what Howie has become. Take chances on elite athletes that have performed at the highest level and just bet on them. Just bet that they will be able to come here 
and be those same players. So while the Georgia thing is interesting, at the end of the day, I don't think any of these picks were reaches. I think they were smart gambles to make. Yeah, in fact, I think all of them, at least in terms of, you know, uh, play talent, player talent, where these guys are on big boards, where these guys are ranked just as football players, like every single one of them was a value. And Nolan Smith yeah. has no character issues. There's nothing with yeah. that. It's a size thing. It's well, I can't wait to talk to you about that press conference yesterday. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. But, I, you know, the point is, is that, that every single one of these picks, except Steen maybe, the, the two picks in the middle, those guys were taken right where they were supposed to. Brown yeah, or Steen maybe reaches a little. Depending on where you yep. look. Like Mel Kuyper had seen actually as a, a bet. He was 49th prospect or okay. something. And, and, you know, we just heard uh, Jeremiah. 105th, they get Ringo. He's their 47th prospect. The point is, is where you look at these guys, and obviously Nolan Smith, probably the number one example of this in the whole draft is someone who was projected or rated in the top 15 on pretty much everyone's board, yeah. goes 30. It's not just that these guys are smart picks where they are. They are all like, quote-unquote, values in yep. terms of the football player that they are. Well, the other thing I like about the Keeley Ringo pick, uh, and first of all, I'm excited it happened right before we came on, right? So well, we weren't expecting yeah, it. Yeah, we weren't expecting yeah. it. But but what happened, and this is what I like about it too, Howie went up and got his guy, yep. right? You've seen in past years, and it's worked out for him, Howie has traded for future picks, right? He trades for the future first. He has a future second as well. But what I do like about this is, and especially on day three, we, next year's draft is viewed as stronger. So I, I think that you know next year's picks, and they still have 11 of them, next year's picks are still going, they're still going to have a lot of you know, shots at the, dot, uh, at the dartboard next year with these talented prospects. But what I do like about this move is trading the future third to go up to the top of the fourth. You know the players that are there right now, right? And they obviously felt strongly about Keely Ringo. So I'm okay. You know, the, the, the next year's draft's a full year out. Who knows how it'll actually play out? Who knows what the draft will actually look like? We know right now that Keely Ringo was great value at the spot that they got him. So, so much leading up to the draft was, are they going to draft with the strategy of you can, you're about to win, you almost won the Super Bowl, go all in, keep, you know, get play uh, guys that can play now? Or are they going to draft from a perspective of this team's a little older at certain spots, uh, you know, get guys you can develop? I think he's perfectly threaded the needle early on in this yes. draft. Yes. Jalen Carter. It's all need. Like, it's both need and just future picks. Right. Like, and, and sticking to their philosophy. They've drafted in the trenches, and they added a cornerback and a safety. Right. And look, if anybody wants to call in and, you know, mourn the loss of B. John Robinson with me today, I will certainly <laughs> certainly do that. But if you look at the prospects, right, Jalen Carter fills a massive need on the team and is a, a long-term prospect to take over. And a over premium Fletcher position. Cop. Premium position. Nolan Smith, right? Premium uh, position. Premium position, Brandon Graham replacement, all those things. Keely Ringo eventually one day takes over for Bradbury or Slay. So I think Offense, they, Steen, they, they Steen, have O-line depth yes. issues, uh, guard and tackle 100%. potential, all this so stuff. I think of all the debates that we had leading up to the draft, Howie's kind of done all of them. Like the people that wanted him to draft that for players that could help now, you have those players. For people that were saying, no, you need to go offensive line or cornerback because those players are older, you got great prospects at those picks too. So I, I know when drafts happen – the, the initial reaction, maybe not always in this city, actually, but the initial reaction is to very much like what they did, right? Because none of these players have played. Who knows how they'll play out? But I think the best way to grade a draft is to say, what's the thought process behind it, right? Who knows if Jalen Carter will actually be a great player? But the thought process behind it makes a lot of sense. The thought process behind Nolan Smith makes a lot of sense. And today with Keely Ringo, it also makes a ton of sense. So these players have to go out and play. They have to go out and prove that they're worthy of those picks. And ultimately, it falls on Howie if they're not. But when we talk about the logic behind the picks, for so many years we said Howie always thinks he's the smartest guy in the room because he's doing things that 
doesn't seem like the common sense, we get it move. Howie is still the smartest guy in the room, but the moves he's making now, the logic behind it, I think is really well, good. Well, it's so funny you say that because all I've been thinking about, and, and 215-592-9494, we're going to be coming to the phones in a few minutes. We want to talk to as many real ones, as many people as we can. Your reaction to what uh, Howie has done so far in the draft, the Georgia North thing, the whole thing. But it is funny because I keep thinking, and, and you know, if you listen to the show, you might have known that in the moment, obviously I think everyone now, but in the moment I, I really, 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 really hated the Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. You did. Right? We all remember that. But what I remember most about that moment when it happened was was sitting there and saying, all right, we're going to get Justin Jefferson. Like, we didn't get CD. This all worked out. It's okay. We got Justin Jefferson. And then Howie picking Rager. And it felt so familiar of being in the moment of the Eagles pick and there being a player that we want and Howie never taking the player we want. I feel like the last couple years, he always takes the player we want. Like, N'Kobe Dean last year, we're like, take N'Kobe. He does it this year. It's like, take Jalen Carter. Take Nolan Smith. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, trade up. They're going to go get Ringo. Like, it's like wild at this point. It's like he's doing exactly what everyone wants him to well, do. Well, and I think what's interesting, too, is you can look at some of the really bad picks with Howie, right? And he, it looks like he's learned from them. And this is going way back. But Danny Watkins, right? He was old when he drafted him. Howie very rarely drafts older players anymore. Yeah, Keely right. Ringo is 20. 20. I thought I they said Jalen Carter is 22. I, I mean, no just one's turned met, 22. Just like turned a 22. Weeks ago too. Right. So you've seen him kind of say, "All right, you know what? I took an older player. I learned from that, and they've they've prioritized youth in the draft. I think uh, smartly so." Justin Je- over Jefferson, yep. And I think that was a clear turning point, right? It clearly was. He's of, drafting SEC guys yeah. now. He went and got Devontae the next the, year. Of, it's over, exactly of right. overthinking it, right? And then I also think too. And I don't think look, I don't want to dunk on Carson Wentz. And I and I obviously, oh, yeah. obviously no one ever does that. Obviously, yeah. Obviously that pick worked out in a lot of ways, right? He helped them win the Super Bowl. No doubt. But I also think that the the Carson Wentz experience that they went through has really made them prioritize leadership and character. And that I'm not saying Carson's a bad guy, like anything like that. But we all know there were issues in that locker room, right? And when that post super Super Bowl team fell apart. There were a lot of reasons. It was mistakes and personnel. It was bringing in older guys. But I also think they didn't have a great locker room because at the top they had issues with the quarterback, no right? So now when you look at this team, and you know we'll see about the Georgia thing, but their quarterback right now is pro- you know probably the best quarterback in the NFL when it comes to just pure leadership, like guy you guy you can count on. The players are taking uh, you know Nolan Smith. I, you know talking to him yesterday, huge character guy. Obviously, Jalen Carter potentially maybe doesn't check that box. We'll see. I don't think it's fair to label him as a bad character guy. We don't know him. He, he should get to write his own story in the NFL. But ultimately, what you've seen from Howie is the picks that have not gone well for him, the reasons, then the reasons why they failed, he has shown in these recent picks he is trying to adjust to that, right? Doesn't mean there won't, it doesn't mean he won't be perfect. doesn't mean it won't be mistakes. But I think what you can really ask from people, and this applies to Jalen Carter too, is when you make a mistake, are you going to learn from it? Are you going to do it again and again? Or at least are we going to sit here and go, you know what? He shouldn't have taken Rager over Jefferson. But what's he done since then? He's prioritized the best players from the best schools and not overthink things. And I think that's the most you can ask of a general manager. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to miss draft picks. But the Keely Ringo pick today shows ultimately how he is learning from his mistakes and, and putting like words into actions when it comes to making I picks. totally agree with you. I think it's uh, I think it's the most important thing. We, we're a hand up pop. We always talk about that. When we're wrong, we're going to say we're wrong. Well, I'm we're rarely admit. wrong, but the times yes. I have been. Thank you, Joe I've, uh, I've been willing okay. to admit it. Yeah. Uh, we'll come to the phones in a minute. Last thing before we get to the phones, you just mentioned it. We've talked about it a little around it in the open here, but you know, it seems like you maybe the littlest concern about too many Georgia guys little less concerned no the littlest bit oh yes i am i will be completely honest 
I have some concerns about getting so many Georgia guys. And maybe I'm overthinking it. But as somebody that watches a lot of reality TV, I'm well aware <laughs> of clicks, drama, right? Those type of things. So I think there's a lot of positives to having all these Georgia players. I really do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Make sure that is actually Rappaport. Hold on. We Sorry, might we have might, some, have some, we might have some breaking. It is Ian Rappaport. Okay, wow. Well, we have a live trade on the show. Wow. According to Rappaport. The Lions are trading starting running back DeAndre Swift, sending him to the Philadelphia Eagles in exchange for draft pick compensation. DeAndre Swift, how about it, buddy? Well, Another Georgia I was going to say, you know where he went, right? Did, did they say what the, the trade is yet? No, not no. yet. Not yet. Uh, so the, but that is from Rapport. The Eagles just... Howie, dude. How? Like, Howie. Okay. What is, what is, what, this guy is, uh, like, un, unflappable. So here's my DeAndre Swift take on the trade. Wow. I, I like, again, I like it, and I'm guessing. You were the one. Let's go back to yesterday. Elliott yeah. Short Parks, before the second and third round, what I want the Eagles to do is trade for a running back, yes. quote, unquote. Now, and you I did not mention Swift as your top guy. He was not my top guy. Yes. But, but, so what I like about Swift is. Wow. He is wow. super. He like what the Eagles needed was someone. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, we're on the radio, well, buddy. Yeah, people are very excited here. Uh, okay. So, back to DeAndre Swift. So I think DeAndre Swift can come here and in the offense, he very much is going to help them in the passing game. Right? We all saw last year, Week One against Detroit, he makes people miss. He can be explosive in the open field, and that's obviously a huge positive for something they needed. And I'm guessing the draft compensation is very low if they don't know right yeah, away. Well, look, there were, the Lions did not have a ton of leverage yes. in the situation. They they signed Dave Montgomery to a high running back contract, then drafted Jameer Gibbs with the 12th pick. Like, everyone on the planet knew that yes. DeAndre Swift was not in their plans. And he's a Philly guy, which Philly, you have to literally like. Literally right? from Philadelphia. From Philly. We saw Hassan Reddick came here, a Philly guy, and really, you know, his career was already on the up. And, but like, he had Swift a breakout is year. super, super talented. He has not stayed on the field enough, and he's well, not— and he's better in the passing game, but like he was the like thirty first pick in the draft or something once yes. upon a time, or their fortieth pick. Like right. he is a talented, talented guy. So to me, this is almost it's similar to the to the Penny signing in the way that very talented, but has had trouble staying on the field. Now I believe off the top of my head, he has played more games than Penny. He's been able to stay oh, on yeah. the field oh, a much little better. bit more. Yeah. Much better, yeah. So I like this. I like this move. Um, you know, I think the draft compensation will likely be small. I can't imagine. It is not that much. So it is a, a 2025 fourth round pick. Mm, plus, that's a little more than I thought. Plus a seventh in this year's draft. So it's not that. They're giving up a fourth I mean, and seventh, yeah. but a fourth round pick two years from now. Right. So it's not the end of the world. I didn't think it would be a fourth, but it's two and years from now. That's so. basically like a, a, a fifth yeah, in, you know, in, or in now's terms. It's almost you know? nothingness. So at the end of the day, they add a talented player. I think somebody, look, final year of his contract, right? I'll be interested to see Correct. if they sign him to an extension because I do think he could come here and have a really, really big year. He could year. be awesome He here, could come dude. in here and really increase his value. Yeah. So you look at the running back room now, Penny, Swift. Yeah, I mean – I think Howie's having a phenomenal draft, and, you know, Go Bulldogs Radio <laughs> lives on. This is unbelievable. I, we have not gotten a ton of breaking no, news on our show either. Not at all. So that was a lot of fun. I should, probably should have let Dan Wilson hit a breaking news sounder, but I just I jumped in. Sorry. Right. So. Good job by news. you. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. 215-592-9494. It is a day to react to your Philadelphia Bulldogs. Obviously talk and draft, but in the moment, DeAndre Swift now coming home. A Philadelphia Eagle. Not many holes left on this football no. team, buddy. 215-592-9494. We want to hear from as many of you as possible today. Let's start out where we do. 
every single Saturday at this time in Abington with our buddy Tommy Yotam. Yospers, how are we doing today? What up, Tom? Exciting times, man. I'll tell you what, I gave Howie an A-plus on the draft. He just raised it to an A-plus-plus. Plus. Wow. Didn't sounds like that was possible. Yeah, I was going to say, sounds like my college grades. <laughs> well, you guys know I was Bijan or bust, right? Uh, me too, buddy. Me too. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I stand by the stance that that I had going into the draft. But I got to tell you, the only way I'd be okay with us not getting Bijan would be, oh, let's say if Bijan was taken before us, if we walked with Carter and Smith, and if we traded for a top echelon running back. Check, check, check. I mean, he's done it all. This is fantastic. So, I, I don't know if we can call yeah. Swift a top echelon running back. He's obviously... Um, not been as good as hoped, but he has had moments. Well, and so actually, I think Detroit has not given him the opportunities that he should have had. So let me certainly last. Let year. me interject real quick, and I'm gonna again hands up pod. Right, I'm gonna put my hands up. He has played way more games than I'm giving him credit oh, he's, for. He's played he a played, lot. He just didn't get a lot of touches. Well, last so year. I, I had the perception of that he missed time. In in his rookie year, he played 13 games. The following year, 13 games. Last year, 14 games in yards per attempt. Four four point six his first year dips a little to four point one, but five and a half He's attempts. Been good. He just has not gotten the ball as much as average. Almost I, I, eight. Giving um, Jamal Williams the ball. That's almost eight yards a reception. Well, he's last the year. best receiving back. The Eagles have had since Shady, like without a doubt, easily. See, yeah. I guess Sproles, you could say. Right. But you know. well, I got I got to say, I got caught up in the excitement there, and I probably went overboard by no, saying. No, but I actually agree with you more than I thought <laughs> I would Look, when you I, said I, it. I think you'd say is uh, he's a, a running back who has the potential to be a top tier yeah. running back. Yeah. He has not proved that in the NFL. I think he could be a top 32 running back. Without well, a doubt. Yeah. Oh, without Especially a doubt. I mean, offense, he has absolutely. the potential to be a top 15 running back. Yeah, well, I agree. As I said, he's got, a, he's, got a, he's got an A++ grade for me. The only way that you can have an issue with this draft is if your name's Mad Mike. That's that's the only way you <laughs> can have an issue with calling. it. Yeah. And Mad Mike out, hasn't called us in years because the Eagles have been too good. He's right. got nothing yeah. to say on, to us. On the way out, I want to take a shot at ABC because I had ABC on with the draft last night. And when it came to the Eagles' back-to-back picks, they cut to an interview and then came back with just announcing who the Eagles no. picked in back-to-back picks. Wow. They didn't give us, like, the package, the highlights, wow. none of it. I was really upset with that. I, well, I was on ESPN, so I didn't see yeah. that. I was on ESPN, too, and they it was great. It was normal. So that's All awesome. right. Well, that was my that's bad. The, I guess I should have. Watch ESPN, too, instead of ABC. I think it's Will do. Have a great weekend, fellas. All right. You're the best, Tommy. Thanks, as always. Wow. How about it? So, uh, obviously, react to the draft itself. Will, will as, he have played with any of these guys? Probably um, not, I would guess, right? Because he's four years out. Yeah, he's yeah, no, three years. Three years out, but still, he, I don't think so. Eh, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe one of those guys was like, I mean, maybe on Nicobe, campus at the Nicobe, same time. He might have played with Nicobe, okay. like those guys potentially. We'll have to look that up. There I love years. live reaction radio. Yeah, this is great stuff. Yeah. I'm sure people will tell us two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. React to the draft so far. I mean, we came in being like, oh, we're going to talk Keely Ringo and the, and the Georgia thing. Yeah, we're still talking the Georgia thing, but now DeAndre Swift and Eagles. How he's given up a. 2025 fourth round pick and a seventh round of this year to bring DeAndre Swift home to Philly. Um, really exciting stuff. Yeah. React with us. 215-592-9494. We want to get to as many calls as we can, including coming up next, an, uh, an actual draft expert. Well, I was excited to book him for the show. Me too. Because it's been a busy time for him. Busy time. Yeah. It's just going to be a quick weekend. one. Don't worry. We're going to get to a ton of calls. But, but are the Go Birds draft expert with his thoughts on the Eagles draft so far, that is coming up next. He's out, or, I'm sorry, go Bulldogs, Reed. Yeah, come on, man. You got to get used to this. this. He's Elliot and James. 
We're coming right back, and Pro Hoops playoffs are in full swing. Get some skin in the game. It's fun. Philly against Boston in the conference semifinals starts on Monday. It's a great time here for sports and for the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Join us and download the Bet Park Sportsbook app right now. It's the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. You can make the Bet Futures, uh, Bet Parks Futures bets on the Pro Hoops playoffs. Who's going to win it all? Uh, Philly plus 600, a 50 hour wager plays out three, uh, 300. Boss is only plus 160, a 50 hour wager plays 80. I would take the upside shot on Philly there, at least odds wise. Live in game betting lets you bet on the action as it happens. Same game parlays are a blast, pushing them at more than the score. Bet player performances, points, rebounds, assists, and hoops, and so much more. Here's the deal all new users, if you bet $10, you get $125 in sportsbook bonus. If your first bet is a winner, BetParks.com has the terms and conditions. New users and winning bets only. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See website for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 